weeks. Amen. But but I'm going to do something fun tonight. I'm going to do something uh, innovative tonight for you. Amen. Uh, I believe the Lord wants me to speak on trust. Uh, how many of you have learned something? How many of you have applied something from this Bible study on trust? What have you applied to your life on trust? Okay. All right. All right. That's very good. And 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 so look along with your. With your trust, you're exercising what? There you go. Give her a hand, y'all. That's powerful. Anybody else want to talk? Tell me about what you're doing. Trusting God by, gosh, dog, by trusting His Word, because the only way you can know what God is up to. Come on, help me, somebody. Is if you get in his what? In his word. My goodness, that's powerful. That's powerful. Anybody else want to share? Amen. Anybody else want to share? Amen. What you got? Less focus on the situation and more focus on who? The Lord. Come on, y'all. This is practical stuff. That you can actually take and put in your life and say, oh, that's the lesson right there. Rely on the word, not just what I see and not on my circumstance. That's three points right there. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Okay. All right. So here's what I want you to do tonight. Tonight we're going to do something. And I want you, everybody have a piece of paper? Everybody has a pen? Everybody got a phone? Everybody got the phone? You can put it in your notes, okay? All right, here we go. There we go, ready? And I want you to write this down for me. And then I want you to write down, I want you to answer the question, okay? And the question tonight is, and I want you to get this, what are you trusting God for now? All right, now, you, you can decide to do this. You can decide to put like five, ten things. But I really want you to put one thing. <laughs> I want you to put now. Now, what that requires is that you got to think. <laughs> because some of you have a bucket list. Amen. Some of you have a long magazine. Right. But what I'm saying tonight is I'm asking the question. Amen. What are you trusting God for now. Got it? Everybody got that? All right. Now, let's get into our lesson. Now, here's my other question for you. Can you trust God? And how do you know that it's God you're trusting and not just yourself? And how you know that is based upon how you operate. Trusting God does not mean you're not doing anything. Come on, somebody. Trusting God doesn't mean that you're not preparing. You're not planning. You're not praying. Amen. And can I tell you something? One of the things I've learned about praying and trusting, they go together. Prayer. 
and trust go hand in hand. Amen. Why? Because when you don't know what to do, amen, the one thing that you know you can do is what? Pray. Are you with me? And so we've, we have a definition for trust. And that definition of trust is what? Reliance upon, right? What else? Reliance and what? Confidence. Confident expectation. Now that definition really means hope. So in other words, when you're trusting, you have hope. The question, can you trust God itself has two possible meanings. Before we attempt to answer, can we trust God? In other words, write this down. Here's the first part of the answer, can you trust God? Ready? Is he dependable? You've heard the song, he's an on-time God. Yes, he is. Amen. Y'all heard that before? Some of you ain't heard that before. He's an on-time God. So, so, so the question is, is he dependable in times of adversity? How many have been through some stuff? Now, let me ask you a question. Did God show up in your situation? Did you recognize that it was God? Are you with me? Now, here's the other part to this. If you're answering the question, can I trust God? Number one, is he what? Dependable. Number two, do you have a relationship with God as such that you have confidence in him? Watch this. That you believe that he is with you in every situation. Because see, sometimes we're not sure. And so when you're answering the question, you have to answer those other questions. Number one, is he dependable? Number two, do I have the confidence in him? Amen. That I see the evidence of his power. Can I tell you something right now? I'm trusting God. I've answered that one question. Okay? I've answered that one question. What am I trusting God for right now? And one thing you got to understand about God is that he loves you. His love is unfailing. So I want you to go to Psalm 13. Psalm 13 first. And verse 5. Now you wrote down that one thing that you're trusting God for, right? Everybody did that? Alright, this, this is your time. And watch this. We're going to see you get it. We're going to see you through it. God is going to do it for you. How many believe that? And he's going to do it not when you want it. See, that's where we miss it. 
Because we put God on our timetable when God says, you can't control me. My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Psalm 13 and 5 said what says what? What does the psalmist say in verse 4? Uh-oh. And, and they, this, must, this must be David. When you say, you say enemies, it's got to be David. Amen. 13. And four says what? Are you reading the same one I'm reading? Yes, you are. Go ahead. Are you seeing this? He says, there's the verse five. He says what? No, you read too fast. But... Now, check it out. David is writing this psalm in the context of verse 1. How long? (laughs) Now, you would think that David would know by now. And sometimes the way David writes, you would think this guy don't have no trust in God. But as you keep reading, you see the end of the story. And what's beautiful about David's story is this. It's much like our story. Come on, y'all. You've asked this question, how long, God? How long do I have to suffer like this? How long do I have to go through this? How long do I have to go through that? But look what David said. David said, how long, O Lord, will you forget me? And then he answers, he asks the question, what? He says, what? Forever? So it may have been a long time. Maybe David was asking and praying and seeking. And and maybe it wrote down that one thing he was trusting God for and did not see it. And sometimes our waiting may seem like it's. Come on, y'all. It's what? Forever. But I believe that God In his ability to develop our trust in him, he uses time to develop our what? Our patience, our confidence, our ability to say, man, I don't know what you're going through, but let me tell you something. I'm going to stand right here. And I'm going to stand still and I'm going to trust God because guess what? What may seem like forever may be, hallelujah, the right time for you and I. Do I have a witness? Can I help you with something? Sometimes the things that you want from God, God may be keeping it from you because maybe you're not ready to receive it. And because God exists outside of time, he knows exactly what you're going to do when you get what you ask for. So therefore, what God does sometimes, he keeps you in the balance of waiting. But can I help you with something? You ever notice something? While you're waiting, you're still not lacking anything? While you're waiting, come on somebody. You still have a little bit of joy. You still have a little bit of peace, I hope. 
But check it out. He says, he says, how long will you forget me forever? How long will you? Sometimes it feels like that, right? How long will you hide your face from me? Look at verse 2. There it is again. Now, does this sound like a man that's trusting God? Hmm? At the beginning of the psalm, right? Does this sound like a man that's trusting God? May I ask you a question? Is this your conversation with God sometimes? <laughs> How long, God? How long? Come on. If you're going to trust God to do what you believe he can do, based upon what you know he can do, then you can't question his timing about what you're asking him to do. Hit the rewind tape on that. You can check that out later. Check it out. How long will you what? How long shall I take counsel in my soul? Having sorrow in my heart all the day. What is he, what is he going through? Seems like he's going through something. Seems like. David is in a situation where even the counsel that he's given himself is not good enough. Watch this. You, you know how we make it through? Sometimes you got to encourage yourself. Because sometimes you don't have nobody else around you to encourage you. You, you with me? And sometimes that counsel in itself, that encouragement is not good enough. Because of whatever you're dealing with. Watch this now. Having sorrow in my heart all day long. How long will my enemy be exalted over me? Look, look at him talking to God. He's talking to God. He says, how long will my enemy look like they're doing better than me? And sometimes you're living your life and you're doing all the right things. But you feel like you don't see anything happening don't you fall into the how long song, okay? Don't you fall down into this category of trust. If you're going to trust God, you can't question God. If you're going to trust God, you've got to believe in spite of what you see. Watch the text. Consider and answer me, O God, O Lord my God. Enlighten my eyes or I will sleep the sleep of death. Wait a minute. What is going on here with this brother? He's struggling, ain't he? Look what he says, and it's poetry. All right? Look what he says in verse 4. He says, and my enemy will say, I have overcome him, and my adversaries will rejoice when I am shaken. So it tells me that David here now, it's either he's on the run from Saul, and that's what he was, and he was thinking about the worst case scenario. And there are times... When we say we're trusting God, but we're thinking the worst before we think about what? The best. So where did David get his breakthrough? He got his breakthrough right here. When he thought about the fact that his enemies would overcome him and his adversaries will be rejoicing over him. He had another butt moment. 
He says, but I. Oh, come on, help me somebody. But I have what? Trusted. Check this out. In your loving kindness. How many of you, your Bible says mercy? Anybody's Bible say mercy? Okay, this is a Hebrew word for the word mercy and love. Let me share this with you. And I want you to get this tonight. God means you well. I want you to say it. Say it one more time. And even if you see your adversaries, even if you feel like you've been waiting a long time, when is God going to save this this person? (laughs) When is God going to change this person's heart? When is God going to do this? When is God going to bless my business? When is God going to take me to whatever I'm trying to do? Listen, when you feel like you're out of time and you feel like you've been waiting too long. Think about his love. You hear what I said? He loves you. See, here's the thing. When you fall in love with someone, the main thing on the table that has to be is trust. You cannot love a person that you don't trust. Here's the thing. If that trust is broken, you will forever live in suspicion and insecurities with that person. Y'all follow me? Watch where I'm going with this. So therefore, if you're going to trust God, you have to trust that word for loving kindness. Write this down. Write this this down. That word loving kindness. Oh, man. It means unfailing love. A love that will never fail you no matter what. Sunday, I'm, I'm getting into, into back into my series on, you know, uh, you can survive. You know, the struggle is over. Uh, but I want to say this to you. You have to understand that we often think about God only in human terms. Limited to time. But our God is bigger than time. Our God created time. Our God controls time. Our God operates outside of time. So therefore, he can be trusted. But check this out. You want to know why it seems like it's a how long? Because of God's knowledge of what's in you. He knows. See, we judge ourselves according to a standard that God is not even on. That person described himself, oh, I'm, I'm a good person. 
What's so good about you? You were thinking all kinds of craziness last week. You looked on stuff that you ain't supposed to be looking at. Come on. But but there was, oh, I'm a good person. I don't hurt nobody. I don't kill nobody. I don't do this. I don't do that. We justify our righteousness, but guess what? You don't have to do that. See, when you come to God, you have to come as an empty canvas. And then allow God to start painting or even writing the chapter of your life for that day. For what? For that day. Because every day of your life is being recorded by his hands. Every waking moment of your life, his eyes is upon you. But his loving kindness is unfailing. You know what? It is because of his love that you made it here today. It is because... Uh, let me rephrase that. His unfailing love. See, some people will tell you they love you and then all of a sudden you don't see them. They don't show up. They tell you a lot of sweet nothings and then all of a sudden they don't deliver on anything. Are you with me? And let me say something. Let me say this to God, about God. God's unfailing love for you. Well, listen, it's unfailing. <laughs> It'll never end. David said something. Dave, you see how David vacillated from a man who looked like he wasn't trusting God to a man now who says what? But I have trusted not in you, but in your unfailing love. Sometimes you just got to ask God to hold you. Sometimes you just got to ask God to comfort you. You have to ask God to be near. Pay attention. And what that will do for you, it will begin to develop in you a trust. Watch this. That you never had before. Watch what he says. He says, my heart shall what? In your now, what is he? What is he? What is he saying? I'm trusting that God loves me, but the word salvation there means rescuing. <laughs> Listen, some of the stuff we get involved in, we put ourselves in harm's way. God has to rescue us. He says, I put my trust in you, Lord, in your love. He says, my heart shall rejoice. Look at verse 6. He went from a man who was complaining to a man who was singing. Look at it. I was, wait a minute. What happened? Verse 1, how long? Look, look, look at this. David's forever meant forever. You ever been there? Gosh. Seems like forever. Seems like forever. 
But David had a turn. He had a change of perspective. Here's, here's, here's where his perspective changed. He recognized that God's love is unfailing. Watch this. Here's a man that needed his unfailing love because guess what he did? When he got up on that roof and he saw that PYT. That's a pretty young thing, by the way. Just in case you want to know. Amen. He said, he said, he said, man, forget everything I know. Mm -hmm. Forget the Bible. The Bible says it was at the time when kings go out to battle. (laughs) Watch this. He wasn't where he was supposed to be. And you know what David is dealing with here too? That guilt. Because when you mess up sometimes. It seems like a long time before God comes in your situation again. But that ain't true. All you have to do is exercise 1 John 1 and 9. That if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. That's unfailing love. Are y'all following me? Watch this. Watch this. He says, I will sing to the Lord. (laughs) It's crazy how you go from saying how long to now you singing. Why do people sing? They have joy. You know what I'm saying? Like like every now and then you ought to check yourself. Like, like, do I really have joy? And it'll come out in a song. But but you got to catch what he says. Watch what he says here. You know why he sings for joy? Sings to the Lord? Because he has dealt what? Bountifully. (laughs) Woo, Lord help me tonight. He says he has dealt what? Bountifully with me. This word bountifully, it means to wean, to ripen. So what, 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 what's happening here? David recognized that the other side of his trust in God, that the how longs was designed for God to wean him. <laughs> Watch this. To reward him. In other words, even in God's discipline, he was good. He was fair. You think about all the stuff you didn't lost. You didn't lose it. You, God didn't take it. You lost it. And you lost it because of bad decisions. Come on now. Some things we want to say now. uh, You know, Lord did this, Lord did that. But you got to get involved in that thing too. But watch this. David said, David said, I I, I sing to him because, watch this. The word means to compensate. 
So in the end, while David says, I'm going to trust God because of his unfailing love. Watch this now. Now, the I got joy. Can I ask you a question? Look at that question again. What are you trusting God for now? Now, look what you asked. Look, look what you asked, okay? Look what you answered. And now tie it into his love. Question. Gonna happen? How many believe it's gonna happen? How many, oh, c- come on, y'all! What what kind of stuff is that? How, how many believe it's gonna happen? Let me ask a question: Why is it gonna happen? What'd you say, Ram? Because of his un, write it down, write it down, write underneath you what you ask for. Lord, it's going to happen because of your unfailing love. But listen, get asking when it's going to happen. And trust it will happen on one thing. Here's what? His unfailing love. Oh, can I show you one more thing? Uh, About his unfailing love. Uh, Go to. Well, go to Psalm 33. I'm just moving slowly through this thing, okay? Because I, 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 if listen, if we really start trusting God, you know what happened to this church. <laughs> See, but you can't have that how long attitude. You got to get rid of that. Thirty-three and verse eighteen. Oh yeah, eighteen. Let's back it up, huh? Verse 13. The Lord looks from where? Hmm, Imagine that. Imagine that God looks from heaven. Listen, you have, you and I have to live with an, with a awareness that somebody's watching. And that someone is God. And just when you think you got away with something, he sees you. Watch the text. The Lord look from, looks from heaven and he sees the sons of men. From his dwelling place, he looks out on all the inhabitants of the earth. He who fashions the what? Of them all. He who understands. All their works. The king is not saved by a mighty army. A warrior is not delivered by his. By great strength. You know what that text is helping us with. We don't do nothing. We don't win because we're strong. 
We don't, we're not victorious because we have, we have all smarts. We, we're not getting through school because we know the answers. We're not making it through life just because. No. He says even the warrior is not delivered by his own strength. So what God is saying, what the psalmist is saying is, listen, you got to know there's somebody bigger. Aren't you glad? Oh, I wish I had somebody. Text says a horse is a, huh? So he's writing at this particular time culturally. Remember, in those days, they put their, they put their confidence in their cars. <laughs> they thought that if I have the greatest horses, guess what? We're going to win this battle. God said, don't put your, don't, 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 don't put your hope. That's, listen. Your job, that's false hope. That person, false hope. Your bank account, false hope. The only hope that we have is in him. And when you can trust him and his un, come on, say, y'all got to trust. We're going to make that a new theme around here. We're going to start saying, his what kind of love? Don't we have a song like that? Unfailing love. All right. He says, <laughs> watch what he says. Nor does it deliver anyone by its great strength talking about the horse behold the what the eye of the lord is on those who fear him what does fear mean right yes terrified of god you respect god you respect the house of god you respect the word of god you respect the man of God. You, you respect the things of God and God himself. Watch this. He says the eye of, oh, don't you want the eye of the Lord on you? You say it depends. When I'm going to specs, I don't want him looking. Please, Lord, wink. Blink at that time, Lord, blink. <laughs> blink. So you don't see me. Matter of fact, I'm going to put my mask on. <laughs> he says, and on those who hope for what? His aunt. Come on, say it. No. His what? Unfailing. Do you know what it means? Unfailing love. Like, it will never fail you. Never. Even on the worst days of your life, it will never fail you. I hope you grab this. Because watch this. When you find yourself where you find yourself, you're going to need this information right here to let you get you through it. God, I need your unfailing love right Oh God, I need to feel your closeness right now. You said your eyes is on those who fear you and also those who hope in your unfailing 
love. So watch this. So not only that, but watch this now. You have to have confidence and trust in that love. How much does he love you? How much does he love you? Siri, pull up the whole definition for trust from Wikipedia. Not that kind of trust. (laughs) See, there's worldly trust. But you know what trust really is about? Trust is about this. With people, it's show me. Until you show me. (laughs) Come on, y'all. Watch this. Has God shown you anything? How I many you got a testimony that He's shown you? But watch what He says. If I have hope in His unfailing love, that means trust. Then guess what? I will see it. Whatever you wrote under that question. See, it's not trans, trans. You ready for this? It's not transactional trust. Well, God, I'm going to be good. I ain't going to smoke this week. I'm going to be real good because I know I got this interview. I, I know. I know, so, I know I got this thing coming up, Lord, so I'm going to just... That's transactional love. You know, kids have that kind of love for their, for their parents. It, it's it's that, that, that kind of love where it's not... Sometimes it's transactional love because those kids... Well, for their mamas. But look, it's the kind of trust... <laughs> That does not have a string attached to it or a transaction behind it. And I believe for many of us, we've been dealing with God like that. God, if I do this, let me see how long I can do this and see when he going to answer. And then here's the bomb that God drops on you by love, through love. I ain't giving it to you. As a matter of fact, no, I'm not, it's not that I'm not going to give it to you. I'm not going to give it to you now. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you something better. Because what you really asked for was really easy for me. I could do that in a blink of an eye. Why don't you try asking for something bigger than you? Watch this. That you really have to trust him for. I'm talking about like, without a shadow of a doubt, you have to trust him for this one thing that you're asking for. And you know it can't be nobody but him that can get that for you. But why has it always got to be a thing? Why can't it be God strengthen my faith? God, make me a better Christian. God, give me wisdom in your word. Lord, help me to find my place in ministry and serve you. Help me to do some good with my life. 
Because let me tell you something. If you build your house, we went to California, and, and this is what they said. This is what they said to me. They said, all of the houses you see here, Pastor, it's built on sand. I said, boy, if a storm come through there, they're living comfortably in those $2 million, $3 million home that's built on sand. And they're trusting every day that everything is... Can you imagine that kind of life? Listen, some of us have a life like that. We've built our lives on the sand. But watch this. Let one thing stop in your life. Let, let the Lord allow the storm to come through. I'm talking about a financial storm. I'm talking about, listen, you lose your health uh, or you lose your ability to make an income and everything goes what? Crashing down because you didn't build it, build it on a rock. You see, you don't want to have transi- transactional trust. I think I'm going to write about that. Transactional trust. Well, God, if you do this, I do this. No, 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 no. God doesn't do that with you. You know how I know he doesn't do that with you? He woke you up this morning. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you appreciate it, but you slept in the very image of death last night. While you were asleep, thieves went past your house to the other house. I wish I had you. Come on, somebody. God has a protective hedge around you you understand what i'm saying while you were traveling to your job today he gave you traveling grace oh god what what more should i do to 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 prove that i'm really going to trust you but deliver me from transactional trust i want to trust your unfailing love try me that's it that's all i got today That's what we're walking away with.